You're listening to the Strong Coffee Marketing Podcast. Okay, welcome to the Strong Coffee Marketing Podcast. Today we actually have another special guest, Christopher Smith. He's got over 15 years in uh, travel and tourism marketing, and we're going to talk a little bit about compelling consumer experiences. So my first question right off the bat is, what's the difference between an offer and a package? So that's a great question. Right. And when you're thinking, so an offer could be just a straight hotel offer, you know, 15% off, stay here, get 15% off. Okay. A package is going to be something that's a little more multi-tiered. It might have that room, breakfast might be tied in there, you might get free parking, you might get an activity. Okay. And, and really it's designed on depending on who you want to target and who you want to attract. So think about your audience always when creating and thinking about creating consumer Compelling consumer experience. <laughs> my term and I can't even say it. Yeah. So what would be some things that would make up a, let's, an offer, for example. What would be some things that would make up a really good offer? And, you know, when, you, when we think about a really good offer, you want to give incentive to a consumer to purchase that. Why should they purchase it? And you can do that on price point, obviously. The challenge mm-hmm. is, as we've moved, moved into commoditized market, there's a lot of good price point out there. And there's a lot of places people can buy that. So you have to speak to what separates you from that other hotel. If you're a hotel and and you're just selling rooms at 15% off, there's another hotel down the room that has the same star ratings and same TripAdvisor Mm -hmm. ratings. Consumers are going to vote on price. So price may be one way to go in your offer, but there may be other ways to go. And so another way to think about an offer instead of price might be if you book these days, we're going to give you a free upgrade. Now you're talking about Hmm. giving consumers an experience that they can't have at that other hotel. Right. And you're talking about the same price point, but we're going to bump you up to the next tier. And somebody like a Fairmont Properties might do this. The Banff Springs might do this. They might say, experience the gold level floor. Which is something most 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 of us aren't going to get. get, And so so now that gives you a compelling reason to that offer. But there's nothing else in that offer. It's just, here's the... You, you get this experience, experience this this one-of-a-time compelling consumer mm-hmm. experience again, get to go home and brag to your friends, <laughs> and, and you paid what the guy who stayed at a Ramada you know, got. At a Ramada pay. meeting yeah. got, right? So. Awesome. That's awesome. Okay. So, right. and then you think about, you know, we do a lot of social media contests. One thing we always talk about is um, let's not make sure, make sure people don't have to jump through a bunch of hoops to understand the contest. I'd imagine the same thing kind of. Absolutely, absolutely. Great point, Brian. When you when you have an offer or a package, you want to make it really straightforward. You know what? You you can't say it's okay to say for a limited time, but it can't be not available on days that end in Y. Right. Right. Or only available when the sky is blue. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of stuff because that really frustrates consumers. When we talk about transparency, particularly in the internet age, consumers if they don't like. What you're, if you if you block them and don't make it really simple to connect, they're going to go find something There's else. There's always someone, There's, just yeah. some guy down the yeah. block who's got a really easy to understand 15% off. Aside from price, what else can I like offer in my offer type of thing? Well, certainly. <laughs> when you think about an offer, there's there's lots of things. So we already talked about possibly a free upgrade right. to give a consumer an experience they might not otherwise have or might not think about having. And so that's, hotels may be limited. You may, you may offer them a, you know, a, free appetizer in your restaurant if you have that attached. But let's say you're a horseback experience. And and you may want to say to people, you know, you can come and do this two-hour ride with us, but if you're a real horse enthusiast, we want you to come and, and take part in how we get the horses ready. Maybe get to groom the horses, feed the horses, and be there and be part of it 
So they really connect with that experience. So, yeah. Are you kind of expanding the experience, making well, yeah, it more yeah. of a trip? Exactly. More you, and and you're 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 moving from just an offer from that two hour horseback ride to now having the complete experience. Ooh, okay. And and that's really where you want to go to resonate with consumers because otherwise, how do you make yourself different? How do you stand out? There, there's that little bit of value add, right? Because you're Absolutely. adding one, another extra little piece that you wouldn't normally get, type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, extra extra layer. Connect with people if you're a, if you do brewery tours, mm-hmm. you want to invite people in and and show them everything and maybe let them you know, they can stir S- something, smell the grains, stir smell the grains, exactly. feel the yeah. grains, and maybe even give them a chance to to no, if churn it, one of those to churn, yes, <laughs> churn if it's possible, and yeah. you know, and, and to t- maybe take home anything that can move them beyond and, right. and continue to let them remember that experience and connect and tell that story what they did and what you offered them. So you, because they're going to go and give you that best word of mouth marketing that you're going to find that, that nothing else can buy. There's that brand they're gonna talk about stuff. Right? That that brand about social absolutely. media. Yeah. Social media <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're going to talk about it on Facebook and say, hey, I went and did this brewery tour and I got to do this and this and, and then we got to swim in the beer. You know, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> so it sounds like offers are a great way to sort of create loyal customers and, you know, your brand ambassadors. Offers can be a great way to to continue to strengthen your customer loyalty and build your brand ambassadors. And what I really like with offers is that for most businesses, it's stuff that they're already doing. It's mm-hmm. things that you already yeah. provide consumers. This is the challenge now when we talk about what distinguishes packages. Packages can be multi-tiered, right? So you might have you know, if you're a hotel, you have a room and then you add your breakfast in your restaurant, maybe, maybe free parking, depending where you are, and then maybe an activity. And there was a time when people really want, were looking for stuff like that. The challenge is that if you see that package, Dale, for example, and you don't, and you don't want to go snowshoeing, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, that package isn't for me. Right. And you're gone. Mm-hmm. Versus if you have that offer and, and now it's something more unique or they can choose from that experience, it, it can connect very differently. Okay. Or if they just want to, to save the money, that's great too. So there's a lot. There seems to be a lot more simplicity in the ability to build an experience. Now you can use packages to build experiences too, but the price points normally present differently. And for for smaller operators in particular, if creating a package means you need to go out and bring in more partners, that just adds moving pieces to it, yeah. and it can complicate it. And you and and people, you know, people have told me over the years. Appreciate that you wanted us to package, right? And we need to package. But I'm going to be honest with you. I spent, a, you know, a week and a half putting this together. We went out and sold it, and nobody bought it. It's just not <laughs> worth my time. Yeah. So exp- offers allow you to build. I believe and think that they they you can uh, you can build that really unique experience and stay within your wheelhouse and what you're good at. So where my businesses be able to find opportunities to kind of add to the offer? So so, so if we talk about like a brewery tour, yeah. like you mentioned earlier, you know, touching the grains, being able to like crank some of that stuff around, smelling the beer, seeing that experience, that's a great way to offer stuff. How can businesses kind of find that, you know, find those little pieces that they can add on top of that? Great question. And most times, those are the people who are already coming to your business. They're right. going to tell you. If you hear something again and again, you know, I, we'd love to come here and we'd like to do this. We'd like to have this experience. That's already a sign for you that people have that appetite, that interest. So if you're that brewery tour and they say, you know, wow, this was, this was great. We really enjoyed it. But we, what, it, would it be possible to talk to the brewmaster? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, a little be, one-on-one or something thing. like that. Yeah. So, so suddenly now you have 
this one, can you, can you bring the brewmaster in at limited times? He's going to talk to a group of people, maybe have a beer tasting. Something like and that. Something like that. And now that elevates, again, that experience that you're providing. So listen to your consumers. Go back. And if you can track on your websites, see how people are searching for you. So what are they searching for? So for most organizations and businesses, that information probably already exists somewhere. Mm-hmm. You just need to pull it out and really take the time to look at it. But listen to your consumers because that's what they're going to tell you. Go back and read your TripAdvisor. Yeah. Ask Stuff. people oh. on social media. What Ask would make really this good. even yeah. better? What, yeah. If you could do anything in my business, what's something you could do that maybe you can't do right now? I bet you would get some crazy good ideas. And as the business owner, you might not think that anyone would ever want to do that. But then all of a sudden, people think that's really interesting. Like the example with the horses – they're going to groom the horses anyways. It might, you know, if people want to tag along and that becomes <laughs> part of an experience, then why not? It's not like you're creating anything new, no. right? It's uh, there. Yeah. You're changing you're, your business yeah, model. You're not, exactly. You're not yeah. changing your business model. And actually, the, the credit for the Groom a Horse program goes to the folks down at the Fort Museum. Okay. Of, uh, the Northwest Mounted Police in Fort McLeod, who were looking for an experience that they could create. And so they created this unique Groom a Horse program because, just as you were saying, Brian, they needed to groom horses. That was going to happen anyways. <laughs> Might as well so, sell it. So right? then they looked at yeah. it and they said, okay, yeah. we've got all these horse enthusiasts. Now we can sell it. Yeah, yeah. So you're we not trying to reinvent the... No, yeah. don't, don't go yeah. in. Too often I think people look at it and go, okay, I need something that's going to be mind-blowing. Consumers are already coming to you for something. Yeah. And again, to Brian's point, ask on social media. I, I think just talk to people. Read, read reviews on social media. You're going to get a lot of information from people. Okay. And then so I guess... We talk about offers. On the flip side, packages, there's still a market for packages, as you, as you mentioned. What would be some, some best practices when building those packages? I guess one of them would probably be kind of limit how many moving parts you've got. Because, Absolutely. You know, if somebody can't book a package because there's one component of it that isn't available or is sold out or something, right? That probably doesn't work out very well. It, it doesn't work out. And, if the, you know, if you need to, to phone the golf course, five golf courses to book green fees, that's probably going to be difficult for you right. as a hotel that has that, that's putting together a golfing package. But, you know, some of the things we've that it, from my experience in working with some different programs over the years are, are some basics that I put together a number of years ago. One offer name, mm-hmm. provide the you know or, or the package name name. Give the the package a descriptive name so people know immediately and there's an interest, mm-hmm. right? So you can go bed and breakfast package. Or it could be, you know, culinary escape package. What's the, what what resonates and what really connects? Everybody probably has a bed and breakfast package. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the culinary escape package? Don't make the math too difficult. Mm-hmm. And and I don't say this just because I have an arts degree. <laughs> <laughs> because I do. Me too, my man. Me too. I feel you. But we'll do some painting later. We'll do some painting later, yeah. And we'll braid each other's hair and sing Kumbaya. But but seriously, you don't want to you don't want to make it too difficult for people to figure out where the savings are. Don't right. hide the savings. Come up front. If you ha- if you say fifty percent off, fifty percent off of what? Mm-hmm. Because fifty percent off of zero is zero, right? right. But the consumer yeah. doesn't know that. So if it's a thousand dollar package, say save five hundred dollars. I see. Make it immediately clear what the payoff is for people and why they should do it. Or Give again, them a hard number, hard number, something to something to see, something to keep keep them moving down the line. So what I see in a lot of packages, actually, I was doing some work for uh, one of our clients. It was a, it's a kid's play place and they actually didn't have any packages there for like birthdays or anything like that. So I started doing some research and what I had found was that a lot of, a a lot of places in that vein, a lot of places generally offered a tiered system. You got a bronze, almost a silver and then a gold. 
what are your thoughts on that? How, how, how can you show some, like, it seems like a great avenue to show some added value. I, I would agree. Look yeah. to add value instead of creating the tier. Mm. Because you're going to, you're immediately going to stand out from all the other people in that, sort of in that space where you don't have a tier. Right. And interesting that you should provide the example of, of working with a, with sort of a kid's place. Right. Was at a, a birthday party, took my, my son to a birthday party and, and had a chance to observe the staff there working and certainly saw a tiered system. Mm-hmm. The challenge is that when you're a consumer, you don't know that what you paid for is different than what they paid for. You just see that they're getting more value than you. Don't do that as an organization. Don't do that as a business. Deliver consistent service, even if it means your price point is going to be different and it's going to be a little higher. Because you don't. Because if you if you're just competing with people on price and 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 drawing them in with price, that's a that's a pretty difficult fight to win. Somebody's always going to undercut you somewhere. Yeah, I I think. So. Well, price doesn't always show value either, right? No. I'm not always going with the cheapest no. guy because I want my either product to last or my service to be memorable. Sure. So I'm almost I'm almost willing to pay, let's say, an extra 20% to have that much of a better rewarding experience. Absolutely. Right? And lots of people are. And that's who that's who you want to go after. If it, there's there's lots of you know, the that value discount space is pretty crowded and there's lots of people there. Don't try and shout in that space. I've always recommended people go and build those compelling consumer experiences. Talk to the people who are going to pay more and are willing to pay for the experience because that's where you want to be. And people think too, if the lowest price, whatever it is, there's probably something wrong with it. And you don't want to get Possibly. in that game. You're cheapening your brand. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 So then you can be all sorts of, all sorts of, you don't buy there. good to, you don't buy good quality tools at the dollar store. Yeah. No, you don't. No, yeah, fair enough. Not to pick on the dollar store. Concerning, <laughs> concerning those package deals, I read somewhere that uh, what you want to do as a business is not have too many variations of whatever tiered packages you have because science has it that the moment Absolutely. you have like 20, 30 different packages, people are more likely to give up on buying from you or whatever it is than actually converting. Yeah. What do you think of that? Absolutely agree. Make it really simple for people to connect. And either be it that there's not 25 choices that they've got to figure out what the difference is mm. or through what Brian made it, said something earlier is, that, you know, don't make it difficult to, to make that purchase. Mm-hmm. And putting too many choices in front of them makes it difficult to make the purchase because if I choose this one and I don't choose the other 24, did I choose the wrong one? Right. <laughs> yeah. What's, is this one better at... No. Uh, okay, I just don't choose anything here and I'm going to go buy from your competitor. Yeah, and chances are you don't want to spend five hours trying to no. make the right package. No. no. And you, if you're a hotel, if I'm hypothetical hotel, and I know from working with you in the past, we would see this too. Sometimes they would have like a standing offer. So yeah. it's not really special because I'm always going to get that every single day. So hypothetical, if I was a hotel, would you change your packages or offers or whatever you're doing like seasonally? Would you do like maybe two at a time and rotate them through? Because you don't want to always have like the that. just yeah. the, always there's one standard one that everybody gets. Well, yeah. it loses some of its... Well, because of, because like, if it's oh, always fifteen percent off, you'd be surprised the number of places that yeah. we've seen where it's like, here's the standing one right here. So right off the top, you're going to get fifteen percent off. Well, that cheapens everything else you're doing too, because I can just get fifteen percent off on your always. daily always. daily package. So why isn't it just fifteen percent? Again, create a couple of packages, test them, see what people are clicking on, see what right. they're interested in. I, I don't ever recommend probably doing more than testing more than six at a time over, you know, could be a quarter or every, you know, change of every couple of months. And and you may see a couple of those rise to the surface. You probably want to focus on the two that are the most successful and and build those out. 
and and sort of move away from the other ones. That, that That's a really interesting point you brought up, like the testing side of things. So when you put maybe, let's say, two or three offers up at yeah. one go, you know, maybe 10% off here, but we also give you an activity on this offer. And I don't know, we'll give you a free breakfast on the other offer. How do you see kind of that that testing model working? Is it is it a... Uh, like straight how many people have booked it or like which one right. it's clicked on most. Yeah, or, what, what's kind I of mean, the for, for every there. organization, they're going to decide on, on which metric is important to them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you're a hotel, it's probably how many, which package put heads and beds. Fair enough. How, yeah. how many, yeah. what filled rooms. If you're a destination and you don't actually sell a product and you're bringing and stuff is pulling people into your site. That, that may be it. So for, for everybody, they're going to set their metrics a bit differently. Okay. And so decide what success looks like. That's important. And what's then, your KPI or whatever? Yeah, what's your KPI, saying? whatever you want to call it, and, and then decide that, you know, if, if clicks is what you're looking for, then you're going with the one I that see. drove the highest clicks. But if you want conversion, go with the stuff that does conversion mm-hmm. and get rid of everything else that doesn't because what's the point? You're wasting your time and you're wasting, quite frankly, consumers' times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you, the, what about the approach? There's so many people that use something like Expedia now. The idea of maybe building your own package. Have you had any work, done any work with that where somebody, you know, I don't need transportation, but other people might in terms of a rental car or what have you. Is there an approach like that or do you, are you better off building the package the way you want as opposed to trying to almost customize it to individuals? Have you seen anything like that? I um, haven't had a lot of haven't had a lot of exposure on the customization side where people can build, build stuff. I mean, that's interesting. Oh, or you like can, the or you can yeah. pick yeah. the a la carte. That's that's great choices for people because they can. As long as it's not can, confusing. Yeah, as long as it's yeah. not confusing, and as long as again, the key is when you when you look at a la carte, are all the pieces going to work for the consumer at the end? So when I get there, I don't want to find out that I that you sold me a rental car. And it's not available. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you can't deliver on that, don't. If you can't deliver on the end experience for the consumer, don't sell it. Don't sell. It. That's the bottom line. Okay. One more question, and then it's the lightning. The lightning. 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 <laughs> Last Grease question. Lightning. And I've seen this appear a few uh, come sure. up a few times, and partly because the internet allows us to see basically everything. The idea of creating packages for certain geolocations is that something you recommend? Because truthfully, if I if there's a package that's going specifically to Calgary and I'm a hotel in Edmonton and it's a really good deal, people from Edmonton or people from Red Deer or people from Vancouver could probably stumble across it the way the internet works yeah. now, right? So yeah. do you recommend just having a package out for, for everyone as opposed to trying to do specific geo packages or geo packages again can can get confusing and there mm-hmm. may be too many choice. You might you might build resentment amongst your consu- your customer base. Yeah. Again, I think that's for everybody to decide what uh, What's the most important thing that we want this package to do? If you're Disneyland, you get to do that because you can have in incentives. Or if you're, you know, if, if you're Disney World, you can do it in Florida, and they certainly do. Where they want the locals to come at a different price, right? Okay, get yep. that yep. because you've got seasonality to fill, and you know when that is, and, yeah. and that's when you offer that stuff. So that makes sense. But if if your goal is to fill hotel rooms, for example, who cares where they're from? Because honestly, they pay the same, right? Right. Yeah. So do you care if you're the Fantasyland Hotel and you put out a great offer and a family from Edmonton comes and stays overnight so they can get the free water park passes? Probably yeah, not. Still pay, yeah. right? They, they still yeah. pay, right? They still pay. So it's important to decide what your end goal is. Okay. So it's lightning round. Is, is, is it lightning round? Yes. Yes. I am. Well, I'm a little... <laughs> You should be nervous. I get nervous reading the questions. <laughs> Actually, he's got beads of sweat right now. Wow, yeah. Yeah. I'm sweating for free cheese blood. <laughs> <Three> cheese blood. <laughs> <laughs> That's how sweaty I'm right now. 
That's an inside podcast joke. Uh, three cheese blend. <laughs> true or false? True or false? Package deals are a sign that the business is desperate. False. They're trying to drive more business. They're trying to drive more business. Yeah. Yeah. True or false, especially in tourism, especially in tourism, deals are great for slow periods. Yes, true. Now, is there ever a time where you would have those, like, in a high season, would, would you consider something like that? Or is it mainly a, a shoulder season type approach? I mean, again, that's that's up to any organization cool. and business to decide. If, if you know Thursdays are slow for you in the middle of summer and you're and you want to sell two-hour horseback rides go ahead and sell them differently than everything else that's to fill need time mm-hmm. if you want to and if you want to start to level out and move people that way that may be a way to do it okay. so i think everybody needs to decide so that, being but. specific in packages kind of to go back to our talk before here that's kind of a good thing if 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 we're slow on thursdays then let's offer 20% off on thursdays let's get some yeah. of that revenue up absolutely right? let's be specific let's let's begin to level out that that trough, so to speak, and, right. and move people that, and, and it, that can be a way okay to It's okay to have restrictions. Just mm. be specific and transparent. Yeah, be specific and transparent. Okay, and and you have that for a reason. Okay, okay so back and, to the lightning round, maybe. Yeah, and oh. um, it's you're just saying it's a way. As a business, you should find a way to align the offer and a goal of the business, right? And align the offer and the goal, of business. Great, great way to say that, Rodney. And and, and use the, and and track. Mm. Um, make sure you're tracking. Make sure you know when your need periods are, so you can identify what you want to do. Because if you don't, you know, if you don't exactly. track, you, you yeah. can't go. Well, I think, <laughs> you know, I, I feel some uh, some some uh, heartburn on Wednesdays. Yeah. So I think it's low, right? Yeah. That's. Yeah, you know, guessing we're kind of yeah. out of the gut feeling yeah. era, and we're into the analytics <laughs> and the data side, right? But you I mean, know, if, you would be surprised how many oh, you know businesses get into it and they sort of just look at it and think hey an offer sounds like a good thing right. without actually you know <laughs> sure, looking at what it's doing right. Right. I've yeah. talked to lots of them I was going to say Christopher has never run across that <laughs> true or false oh this one's kind of an easy one because we touched on it already okay. so this is a bit of a game Uh-oh. for you That's true stress. or false too many deals can damage your brand true okay that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> it does, actually. He doesn't yeah. have to even go off of that more. It's just truth because it makes sense. Yeah. True or false, deals appeal mostly to non-loyal customers. False. False? I, and so this this creates, and here's why I think it's false, because, and if, if any of you have a relationship with your uh, your telecom company, your cable provider, you probably know what I'm speaking <laughs> of. Yeah, I've seen some eye rolls. <laughs> and, and so my company, who will remain nameless... Um, what, Christopher Smith Inc. Christopher Smith Inc. Yeah. <laughs> you know what frustrates me about them is I open the newspaper or I watch TV or listen to radio and there's these great deals, mm-hmm. but I phone to get a great deal and they're like, well, that's for new customers. Oh, so yeah. think about a way to build loyalty with your current customer base. They already come and see you. You probably already have a way to communicate with them, and if you're not communicating with them, figure out how to do that on a regular basis. Absolutely, and give them the exclusive yeah. offers. And I really test it out with them. You have an interesting test group to, to see what works, yeah. and then expand yeah. it. She better to keep those customers than to find new ones. Also new customers your, are expensive. Yep. You also have to give your 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 ambassadors, your your loyal customers, yep. something to talk about. Absolutely, something to share, right? And I, I think do. that's an area that a lot of tourism operators get lost on. They always want to attract the new one. Remember, there's a whole bunch of them that have already done it once and would probably do it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that sometimes gets lost. It's always, let's go get That's the next really one point, instead yeah. of let's just keep going with the same ones, right? Absolutely. So, yeah. True or false, 
package deals generally lose you a ton of money. Like, would you see too many oh, losses? Yeah. <laughs> that, you know, that, that one's an interesting question because it could be true or false. I've certainly seen those packages that are the loss leader like the that loss you're leader. suggesting. Mm. But most often what I've seen is just price points added together, stacked on top of one another. Here's the price for your hotel room. Here's the price for your bed and breakfast. And here's the, the you know price if you want parking. It's a hotel package. And interestingly, the, the really peculiar thing over the years that I've seen is that oftentimes in those packages, the package deal costs the consumer more, sometimes 5 to $10 more than if they paid separately. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And that's what you don't want to do, right? It's, no. it's, it's a package. Packages can be, should be of convenience, and they should provide the consumers with some value as to why they're doing it. They can go out and buy all that stuff cheaper separately. Separately, yeah. yeah. Don't even waste your time packing because <laughs> somebody's probably going to add it up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and chances are, if if the moment they found find out that they could have got it cheaper, then next time they probably don't want to deal with you, yeah. right? They yeah, may not be... talk about that on social. Media. <laughs> they, they Which may. would be bad. They, yeah. you know, <laughs> they, they may. So <laughs> final lightning round. Final lightning round. Deals. Packages, offers, etc., attract the not so great customers. Again, this is sort of true and false. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have de- depends on on what you're trying to do. And so, I'm going to use an example of a of a of a guiding company who who built a, a Groupon, and and so they ended up selling so many Groupons that all they could do for one season, pretty much, was meet the demand on that. Wow. So you look and go, wow, this is great. You know, I've got all these people. Yes, but now you can't service your loyal customer base Mm -hmm. who want to come and are willing to pay you full Full ride for that experience. So, so, yeah, you attracted the tire kickers, the wannabes, and and then, you know, we could talk about this podcast isn't about Groupon, but we could certainly (laughs) talk about that. You know, I I recognize the 30% of people don't come and do it and you got their money anyways. Mm -hmm. But you didn't get that much of their money. Not really, no. And, and then yeah. you can't plan and can't fill. So, so you have to be really careful, I think, about the, the offers, the packages that you put together and who they are going to attract. Because if, if it ends up that you need to service all that or, or you need to provide what you, what you said you're going to do and that takes away from your loyal customer base, from, from what I've seen and what I believe, I think you're hurting yourself more. Than, uh-huh. uh, more it's more harm than good. Well, like you talked That's about, you don't need to be the cheapest because when you are the cheapest, you might end up being in that space that you don't want to be in and it reflects on the brand and who you're getting through the yeah. door, et cetera, too. So, um, yeah, no, that you did very well in the lightning round. Thank I you. I commend you for <laughs> it. was an amazing light round. Wow. Nice. Christopher Smith, thank you for joining well, us thanks today. for having me on the Strong uh, Coffee Podcast. Strong Anytime Coffee I can Mark. come and uh, sit around this table and uh, Can we follow you round. on Twitter? Do you have a social handle? Uh, no. no. <laughs> I follow him on Twitter. We'll leave it at that. Yeah. When there's something good. You can follow me on the street, though, and we'll let you know. I'm not suspicious or paranoid. All right. That thanks was the Strong Coffee Marketing Podcast. Today we've talked about offers and packages and creating a compelling customer experience. Thank you.